Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. You are listening to Dunn's Son, the storytelling show. Yet again, Catherine Dunn is late, but luckily I found this person in a graduation gown outside. Hello. Hi. Yes, I'm, I, I'm always dressed like this. You're always dressed like this? Yes, I have multiple PhDs. Multiple? In what? Everything. You can't have a PhD in everything. No, I have multiple PhDs in everything. You have multiple in everything? Like multiple yes. of the same PhD? Sometimes masters and PhD, but not of the same thing. Okay. Similar but different. Like clinical psychology different from behavioral. So slightly different PhD. Yeah, but you'd still have just a PhD in psychology. No, it's multiple PhDs. Multiple universities. Multiple universities. It's not just psychology. I mean, it's everything. I mean, but, they're, but PhDs are terminal. You just... Not you, like an illness. No, not like an illness. They're just, they end your, your, you, what you study in that field. You don't have to get another one. You can do a postdoc. Yes, but you don't have to not. It's like not having a drink minimum. You can have no maximum. Wait, wait what? There's no maximum on what you can learn. I mean, even if there's no drink um, minimum, eventually they cut you off if you drink too much. So if I get drunk on knowledge, they cut me off. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. No, what, what I'm trying to say is, though, that you... you Okay, wait, what else do you have a PhD in? Everything. No, you can't have a PhD in everything. Describe the things you have a PhD in. Name one thing you can have a PhD. Um, education. Got it. Keep going. <laughs> um, uh, agriculture. Also true. Uh, oh, you have a PhD in agriculture? Also behavior, uh, sciences, yes. <laughs> also sciences. You have a PhD in sciences. All the sciences. Individuals. Okay, well, name some sciences. Chemistry. Okay. What else? Earth what, what, science. Earth PhD, earth science. Sedimentary rock. Uh, uh, when, when I was in college... Entire thesis, sedimentary rock. And just in sedimentary rock. Yes. When I, when I, was, when I was in college, uh, we used to call earth science rocks for jocks. So you have a PhD in rocks for jocks. Also have it in sports. Also have PhD in sports. So I'm rocks and jocks. Oh. Yes. Also okay. in socks. Weave making, baskets, fabric, textiles. So wait, but why do you wear like a, a a gown and a mortarboard every day? Because I have one for every day. I have so many PhDs. I don't. What else? Wait, I you, wear? Why wouldn't you just have one? What and wear the same one over again? I mean, I guess. If, why, no, but why do you wear it every day? Every school has different color. Do you not know? I I mean, I guess that's fair. How many colleges did you go to? All of them. You went to all colleges, except for some community, of course not. Like Brown, you went to Brown. Why not? <laughs> Why you have a uh, problem? No, I was just listing a college. Yes. What else? Um, uh, University of Alabama. I mean, briefly, but I don't recommend. You don't? Re- <laughs> no. Well, what's wrong with University of Alabama? In Alabama, it's problem. It's in Alabama. Oh, yes, okay. but I learned a lot about swamp. About the swamp? Yes. In Alabama. Yes, but then I went over to New Orleans because it was better swamp classes. <laughs> in the wait, what? What? I don't there, you, you have a PhD in swamp? Part of, yes. Part of? Part of environmental science. Okay. How is it not? Also criminology. Crossover. Crossover. Okay. Yes. Lot of bodies in swamps. All right. Not just gator. <laughs> really? And pigs. Okay. But people. But people. Yes. And gators and pigs. Oh, my. <laughs> this is a... Uh, all right. Well, this is uh, what? Oh, okay. Well, um, well, I I hope you have a PhD in radio hosting because I uh, do communication. <laughs> Good. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> of course. I mean, that's fair. NYU. <laughs> oh, NYU communication. Purple. Which, school, which, 
What what school is the uh, communications college at NYU? Are you kidding me? Yeah, what school? There's lots of schools at NYU. I went to Tisch and Juilliard. Mm. You went to Ch- Juilliard's not at NYU. It doesn't have to be. Okay. It's Juilliard. So, okay, you went to Tisch and then also Juilliard. So you have two communications uh, PhDs. Also acting. Acting, okay. PhD in acting. Which you can get at NYU Tisch. I know this now. Did you know this? Yes. I have it. Okay. You knew you you learned about it when you got it. Well, no, I learned about it when I applied for it. Okay. So you were just like, I don't have an acting degree. I'm just going to apply for whatever it is. What do you mean, whatever? You act like I just threw the dice. <laughs> Everything was calculated moves like espionage. Like espionage. Yes, you can get PhD in this, but you cannot put it on the resume. Why can't you put it on a resume? Because it's a secret, you moron. What's wrong with you? I'm, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I've just never met somebody so learned as you. Obviously, it's very obvious. Okay. I had a beautiful song I had picked for you okay. to play, but now it's not coming up. Oh, well, I mean... What's wrong with Wi-Fi here? Uh, I have a PhD in that as well. In <laughs> Wi-Fi or in, like, computer engineering? All of it. Okay. Both. Okay. But for some reason, I'm going to have to hack the main board. Hack the main board? You know, that's not even real. It's never true. They just say it in movies. Yeah, it's not a thing. I know this. I have Uh, a PhD in it. The word hacker actually comes from MIT, and it's a person who who does things without actually learning how to do them. They just, like, figure it out. It's not a person. like a jack of all trades. A person that cracks into computer computer stuff is called a cracker. But I'm pretty (laughs) sure... That's not the only thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so if you were if you were at MIT and you like didn't go to class but still got A's on the test, you were c- called a hacker. Um, and if uh, you tell bad jokes, you're called hack. That is true. I think that they derive from the same concept, probably uh, because it's actually a negative term. Because uh, uh, if you ha- if you hack code, that means you're just like you you don't know what you're doing, but you still do it like really fast because you don't you never study. This is the best song ever. It's so inspiration. I pray for God that oh. people make the right decision. Okay. I don't want a war. It's throwback. Stop the war. Check. Do you know this? No, I don't know this. I hope my black Who brother is this young man? Like Speak, me. the Hungarian Trey rapper. Snoo, I dated him. Briefly. But I have a PhD in sound engineering. I made sound him engineering. the song. Also, videography. And I understand. <laughs> Cinema. 11, I never forget you. Wait till the chorus comes. That's when it really hits Catch hard. Mm. Bad man. Stop your plan. Be when the beat drops. That's oh, when yeah. the beat drops. Yeah. I'm starving. Stop Get this hunger and mom's broken this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Who are these other guys? Backups. Okay. <laughs> you can Google them. Dream Boys? Yes. Oh, the yeah. one with black hair, actually blonde, wanted to be dark for video. Uh-huh. I told him. Because polished. sometimes you make a war. Yes. It's business. Sometimes it's business. people make a war. Yeah. Sometimes people. Sorry. Sometimes. <laughs> don't, don't go around pointing fig- fingers. We are all guilty yeah, of uh, making pe- the yes, war. Yeah, people make a war. So okay. there, that was the beautiful song. I don't know what happened. The gods have turned mm. this off, but oh, uh, now I, I think that I think the gods needed it to stop. Mm. I don't blame oh. them. We want to stop the war. 
So mm. that was uh, Speak the Hungarian rapper throwback to the, the early aughts. The mm. early aughts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, uh, now... So the, now I get to introduce guests. Oh, you're good at reading our schedule. Uh, <laughs> I'm very good at everything. I'm, I have a PhD in schedule making. There's a, yes. there's a PhD in schedule making? Yes, it's making? also for personal what about, assistance. What about schedule reading? All of it, yes. Mm-hmm. It's part of the same uh, major. The How same many, program. Yes, so with so us you, in this... Too, so what is your philosophy on... Uh, I have many philosophies. Okay, I'm, not, philosophy I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Uh, so with us in the studio, we have Anya Voltz. Pleased to meet you. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming. I, I didn't book you, but I would have if it was, uh, you know, if I could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also Sarah Jane Dillon. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. So <laughs> pleased to meet you. Nice so you me. are uh, funny ladies, yes? You do comedies. Ah, we dabble. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, run your own, um, what, open mics, is it? Uh, I run a show, but yeah, there. It's a secret, right? I have I have a secret show. Yeah, this ex- this excites me <laughs> the most. Espionage. Yeah, yeah it's because <laughs> it's in your degree in espionage. I didn't talk about that. You have to be. I you have to be in that. the know to to know about it. And mm-hmm. so I'm letting all of your listeners be in the know. This is Ooh. excitement. They're not my listeners, not yet, but uh, could I take this show over? Uh, I mean, Catherine's never here on time, so I'm pretty sure you can you can fight her for it. I'm probably going to have to. Yeah. She Can I take her in a fight, or do I have to do some poison? I mean, I can't see your body shape underneath that gown, but uh, pr- most people could probably take her in a fight. Okay, fair enough. So she's got little brittle bones. You have yeah. a PhD in uh, catching these motherfucking hands? I actually do, yes. But it's oh, a different yeah. kind of university. Street uh-huh. of Hard Knocks. The school of Hard Knocks. <laughs> yes. Street Knock School out. of Hard Knocks. You have yeah. a PhD in Catch Me Outside? How about that? Yes, I do. <laughs> Let me tell you this, bitch. I told her to say that. And then all of a sudden she's famous. Can I get a royalty? <laughs> I, I made her the uh, insufferable you child. You made her an insufferable child. I said, you know what? Fuck your parents. Is that, yeah, don't, tell, don't tell her mom that. Her mom is will be very mad at you. Mm. Her is mother it, is from my knitting circle. This like, was, was this part of your studying for your sociology degree? Also my sociopathology degree. Oh, sociopathology. Hey. Yes, it's a different kind of school. direction in life, so that's cool. All the directions. I'm a world yeah. opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have directions. She has all directions. All, all of them. Directions. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so speaking of going in all directions, want to tell me a story about ladies? Absolutely, I do. <laughs> I like to go in all directions. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Little bit of erotic high for your Saturday morning. <laughs> Happy snow day. Let's do this. It is deep in the afternoon. <laughs> it is deep in the afternoon. I, I guess. It, it, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> I, I, I guess it depends Where on how depressed I? you are. Yeah. That's a, Ah, <laughs> oh, it's that time of year. Yep. <laughs> it is, it is New Year's. <laughs> yeah. It's time for us to make false promises to ourselves mm, and others. Baby New Year. I'm all, all right. about it. <laughs> Do you have any plans for New Year's any at all? plans? Um, either going to see Rubble Bucket or going to some party or something. Did you say Rubble Bucket? Rubble Bucket. What is this? Uh, this incredible band. They're playing upstate. Badass female vocalist huge there's just like horns and trumpets and drums and they're kind of bowie-esque in that they just dress up in these crazy ass costumes it's a lot of fun so see if that'll work out if not i'll uh watch the ball drop somewhere else who gives a shit (laughs) figure it out that sounds amazing like a leaf (laughs) blowing in the wind i love the way you live your life (laughs) (laughs) fucking regular scarlet (laughs) o'hara 
Yeah. So are we, shall I get started? Yes, are we doing on yet? Well, I was going, I was asking about <laughs> are the we doing on story. Are we doing on You tell is me. That, is that this kind of radio show? Because um, I wrote no, the wrong the- gown. Check us out on Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh we God. will be kicked off. <laughs> no, it's it cool. is going to get uh, inappropriate. This is, this is, uh, can't handle it. Welcome to our Facebook Live show. It's called We Will Get Kicked Off. And, uh, <laughs> there is hot erotica. Uh, hot erotic. Uh, hot takes. Now, uh, this is my wrist. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So how are we doing this? Well, you said you wanted to tell a first-time story. Absolutely. I love stories of first-times. All right, let's do this. Um, Cool, cool. So, bras are just constructs created by the man to keep us down. Hell yes, sounds like my thesis. What do we mean to (laughs) Those were the first words you tossed my way along with your Blake black lace bra outside the cafe we would soon frequent it tickled my nose and smelled like dolce and gabbana's light blue not unlike your eyes you were 14 when i met you and so free we giggle ran into the park to smoke pot with our mutual friend and jogging partner joey carvalho who asked do you party and we did (laughs) but did you actually jog was that? Did you actually jog? <laughs> I know, I was insufferable back in the day. Or was it just the drugs? <laughs> a little bit of both. Best of both worlds. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Abby Scott, this one's for you. Several memories stick out for me, but I'll only talk about the good ones. There was one day we broke into the apartment complex that had been foreclosed like so many houses around us. I found this dusty tape recorder and pressed play. I can take losing our child. I can take losing our apartment. But I can't take losing you. Goodbye, Jarrett. I dropped the sad woman's last words on the floor because I didn't want to hear any last names and be held responsible for finding out exactly where this asshole lived and kicking the ever-living shit out of him for being such a horrible partner in crime. I had vengeance in my heart. Whatever. I had that guy's- partners as well. How is that? I, I understand having to kill a partner. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Espionage. <laughs> be cool. Be cool. <laughs> be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Whatever. That guy is a human version of a fart. Check this out, dude. She was sitting in the corner with her long legs wrapped around an upright double bass in near perfect condition. She picked up the bow and began to play the double bass solo in Mahler Symphony Number no. 1. If you don't know how that goes, I'll hum it for you. Uh, honestly, I don't remember, remember it actually, but uh, it sounds a little bit like three blind mice. We took the double bass back to my apartment and our winter's breath billowed concerto clouds into the cold New England air. Who has two thumbs and no place to live? This bitch right here. In all seriousness, call me or something. I would get these messages a lot over the years. Neither of us had the greatest track record for stable living conditions. Whether it be her mother's drug-addled boyfriends putting tape over her mouth while she slept, or the kid Tom she dated for two years with paranoid schizophrenia who drank all her money away while simultaneously draining most of her sanity, or, you know, that one time my own father almost put my head through the passenger seat window, driving 80 miles an hour down Connecticut back roads, which... 
Our twisty turny is fucking downright terrifying, even without some asshole screaming obscenities beside you. We collectively said, fuck it, because we always had each other. Hell, you were my one phone call when you pressed charges against me for grand theft autoing that very same aforementioned vehicle and the first person who saw me on the outside, because that shit changes you, man. (laughs) So what are you, like a hardened criminal now? Vigorously brushing tears from my face, I sputtered laughed. <laughs> Criminal, yes. Hard, always. She tweaked and turned my nipples like knobs to some FM radio station. Her ear pressed close upon my breast, she proclaimed in a 90s talk show radio host tone. What's the frequency then? Hmm? Are you calling from a broken home? Well, buck the fuck up, Buttercup. We don't need another Delilah. Talk radio show tragedy on our hands. Don't be a cliche, dude. No angels in the airwaves. Come on. You got to stay right here on earth with me. I cried laughing in her camel blue smoky jacket. We'd chain-smoke cigarettes and watch the trees melt from the porch, post-mushroom tea consumption, singing Spin Doctor's Two Princes. We'd bellow out, Marry him, or marry me, I'm the one that loves you, baby, can't you see? I ain't got no future or family tree, but I know what a prince and lover ought to be. I know what a prince and lover ought to be now. You guys know this. Baby, you want to call me, baby. baby. Just go ahead now. And if you... Just go ahead now. Suddenly, the angry tube top donned, broken heeled boot wearing, heroin marked prostitute known fondly around the neighborhood as Bootsy crawled up from the bottom of our porch and hurled a full can of soup at us. <laughs> Y'all are tone deaf. <laughs> I'll take losing liquid dinner over having to hear you squawk fucking chuckleheads any day. Quiet! <laughs> we lost her shit. <laughs> But we also admired Bootsy and her resilience despite her liquid dinnerless station in life. After you went through a particularly bad breakup, we got drunk and drove aimlessly around town. You hit a fire hydrant on some side street and blew out a tire. Panicked, you said, Ah, fuck it. I'll leave it till the morning. My phone is dead and I don't have a proper story for my grandparents when they see Boo Boo all bent out of shape. She drove a mint green Subaru and coined it fondly, her lesbaru. Works wonders with the ladies, she winked. (laughs) My room is close enough. Let's just crash at my place until we come up with a game plan. My head was foggy from gin and synthetic synthetic heroin. Uh, If you don't know what that is, that is opiates, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. So I followed suit. We crashed into her bed. Ugh, fuck men, fuck everything. She took off her tights, and I saw the small circles of cigarette burns singed into her milk-white thighs. You know, we really need to stop doing the whole nice guys finish slash charade. These look pretty fucking bad. I peered closer at the small pock marks like position markers on a fretboard. I placed my fingers gently on each one. Does this hurt? No. She shut me up by taking my fingers and putting them inside of her. She kissed me hard and deep and without abandon, unlike the gray dress and the tights, lost in a sea of sheets and dirty laundry on the floor. I wonder still about their whereabouts. 
Mahler's symphony played in my head. I thought about the conjecture about whether or not it should be only one bass playing or the entire bass section. I figured it had to take more than one upright bass to create these sort of vibrations. The wavering breaths between each bar, the simple, gracious, subtle fingerings, and how the piece was composed strategically with breath marks and commas to achieve that non-muted sound that floated through your room that night. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't believe this is happening. I've always loved you. Just do what you know feels good for you. And it did feel good for both of us. We didn't talk for a while after that night. Uh, you got back together with that asshole. And well, I began dating another one. You were the Thelma to my Louise. The gray in my garden. My Sacagawea through the chartered mission of exploring the depths of my sexuality interpreting the snake language that had lain dormant within me for years, awakened with wagging, dual-tipped tongues. You are my first, and I'll always love you. I remember your naked back arched on the mattress while you sipped seltzer off your vanity, and I thought of that time in the abandoned apartment complex. I dropped the unsmoked cigarette in my hand, approached you from behind, cupped your breast, and rocked your shaking body to sleep humming the double bass solo from Mahler's Symphony Number no. 1. And we slept well for the first time in ages. That's it. And this was Abby Scott. This was Abby Scott. Still super good friend of mine. She's actually dating a really awesome dude right now. So no like more assholes. What's that? So no more assholes. No more asshole. <laughs> Not for either of us. That's good. That's Congrats. Good. Yes. Let me know your secrets. That's the one thing I don't have PhD in. <laughs> not assholes yeah <laughs> not assholes <laughs> last i checked they don't exist uh, yeah. ah they're yeah. out there no uh, this is a false, <laughs> this is a false yeah. uh, not this. assholes are just assholes who haven't revealed them yeah. the wolf oh. in sheep's clothing but don't find out <laughs> i will give a shout out to cw he is my boyfriend who is a lovely man so shout oh. out to you my friend as well don't take your sheep mask uh, off you're right cw is a great guy he's a pretty good but dude yes hey. his name gives me good vibes i'm sure he's wonderful <laughs> yeah, right? yes yeah, he's he does really good nice. work down there so. so this bootsy can we talk about bootsy for a moment Did she call you a chucklehead yeah <laughs> like she a called legit? us a squawk she called us squawk fucking chuckleheads <laughs> holy crap and you, dude, she and you did She's you okay. yeah did you not stop and be like you're my best friend because <laughs> we fucking laughed her ass up we're just like respect respect and like i actually it's like we would leave like canned goods and stuff like on the porch because like you know during the colder months like she would like stay under porches or garages and stuff around willimantic connecticut which if you're not familiar um if you ever watched uh uh heroin town it's like this documentary on willimantic like there's a huge epidemic yeah so they're bad. just like I mean, some characters wander around those places, but uh, yeah, Bootsy was one of my favorites. She's very sassy. She she got her liquid dinner wherever she roamed. She fucking I, I gotta respect it. She fucking lived her best life, and yeah. I hope she's still trucking, man. I mean, I, you, I can't, if not, I'm sure she died doing what she loved, heroin. I, I, heroin. I, yeah. I, I can't I can't just <laughs> like anyone who uses the term chuckleheads and not ironically. Dude, she was she was a real card. Uh, That's amazing. Shout out to you, Bootsy, if you're out there. I fucking love you, dude. <laughs> so wait, was soup still in can? Uh, soup was still in can. Uh, 
we had um we had a lot of like canned goods and stuff. I mean, I that was I mean, I was in college working like two full time jobs, so lots of frozen dinners, lots of cans of soup, lots of that like port wine cheese that I would just like fancy up with some uh fucking Ritz crackers, <laughs> those like stover stuffed peppers that were just like everything. I remember like making one of my friends like a romantic candle at dinner and it's just like the Stover's peppers <laughs> with Ritz and the port wine cheese and some fucking cheap knockoff fucking fucking arbor mist you remember that shit can't arbor resist mist. the mist it was it's like like this. wine cooler oh it's wine cooler oh it, man it was the shit so arbor that- mist pairs well with port wine cheese <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and excellent decisions back in the day delilah, wow. delilah love someone tonight hi everybody it's delilah speaking of recipes let me understand you were on opiates mushrooms and also gin? Uh, I mean, not all at the same time. Okay. Uh, but, you know, that's also a thing. I, I, dab- I dabbled in the, uh, the fine arts. But was it were... different times of the same night? Not the same night. Okay. There were a few she, nights. She was living the local culture. Yeah, I was uh, living it up. Yeah. <laughs> in heroin town. Yeah, in I'm, heroin I am town. also from a heroin town. The New York Times wrote an article about Rutland, Vermont, my hometown. Oh, uh, shit. And... And it's about the heroin epidemic there. So, like, all the, like, scenes you're painting in that story, I'm like, ah, home familiarity. <laughs> and also, like yeah, like, me. yeah, <laughs> being, like, fucked up and just, like, hooking up with your friend. Ew, that's a real, that's a real uh, heroin town. Moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how a lot of babies get made. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, but normally, I mean... I'm I'm gonna be trans inclusive here, so I'm just gonna say normally when two women have sex with each other, uh, babies can't be made, but occasionally. I promise. I mean, in the works. <laughs> it's in the works. Oh, uh, I cannot wait until we don't need men for any reason. <laughs> Trust me, I'm working on it. Get your PhD yes. in eliminating men. That's what I'm working on. Shout out I have nothing to in my the... boyfriend, also a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Who will remain nameless? Micah Brucey. We can shout him out. He's okay. a good good man. He's a vegan. I know this. So am I. Yeah. I have the list of all the vegans. Uh, am, I on, my, am I on that list? Of course list? you are. Oh, yes. Why wouldn't you be? Yeah. Although one I'm on time you made a mistake. You were drunk. The vegan police are upset about it. But it's okay. Upset. We get drunk. We drink. It happens. How did, how did you know? Because the vegan police know all. I I think okay. most of the mistakes Shit. in this veganism. Got creepy. <laughs> most of the vegan mistakes I've made, I've been fully sober for. I've just been mm. like, oh fuck it, yeah. There's cheese on this burrito. Usually, it's like I ordered it the right the way. right way. It mm. arrived this way. It must be in the stars. <laughs> I have to eat cheese today. I can't send it back because then the animal there, died. Exactly. Anyways. Well, no. If there's if there's meat in it, I won't eat it. But cheese. Fuck yeah. Mm. I, <laughs> I mean, at this point, if you ate meat, you'd get really sick. So I don't think so. I think that's a thing that's like happens to some people and not others. Really? I was I was raised vegetarian and then I just went full out, like ate a burger one day and nothing happened. I was I was totally fine. Yeah. Just to see um, if you would well, transform. I mean, you must be eating something that lets you process because there's a, there's chemicals in your body that can process and not process certain things. Mm. And if you don't have like an yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, but you must have, you just must, you either have a naturally have that stuff in you all the time or. I'm probably just, I eat a lot of garbage. Like even though I'm vegan, I eat a lot of like stuff that's <laughs> bad for you. I've never met a vegan who doesn't eat a good, eat garbage constantly. I mean, like I also <laughs> eat very healthy. Like I, I, it's, you know, both. 
But anyway, sure. we're getting off yeah, topic. You, yeah, yeah. But the no, point is, no my body is familiar with processing like harsh things. Sure. So I feel like if I were to eat meat now, it'd be like, whatever, throw it in there. We ate Taco Bell four times in a row this week. Hell it's yeah. fine. We probably <laughs> had some meat anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If not like beef, then maybe some bugs. All Yo right? quiero. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> Well, I do love mouth. figs and figs have moths in them, oh, apparently. Is that true? Oh, no shit. Most, yeah. I love I've had figs. so many figs, but no Most moths. things we eat have bugs in them, whether we want them to or yeah, not. Yeah, anyone. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know the science behind it. I just know that some vegans don't eat figs. And I'm just like, mm. pull yourself together. What are you doing right <laughs> just now? Just get figure with it. Honey, I understand, but figs, I don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. honey, I understand. But I also, I'd still eat honey. Well, I don't go out of my way to eat honey. But if it's in something already, it's not, to me, it doesn't hold the same gravity as like eggs and milk. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So you don't sympathize with the bees? I, I do, but I, I have... This is a, a um, controversial political opinion here, but I think that beekeepers are actually better for bees than uh, like letting them just be. letting them just be. Well, <laughs> let yeah. them um, let in be. in general, it would be great if bees were surviving and thriving in the wild, but they're not. So beekeepers yeah. are actually well, doing kinda, the Lord's work. We're right kind of killing them off. Uh, we're killing them off, but the beekeepers are not killing yes, them off. That's what actually, I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, no, yeah. You're, you are correct. Yeah. Beekeeper, uh, well, the our environmental changes and the yeah, cities exactly. Are killing them off. It's so, it's not the same as like um like dairy farming where it's like actually terrible. Te- like yeah, torture. it's worse for, yeah, for the, the animals or, uh, and for the environment. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, like beekeepers are like on the right side, I think. But it is some of them are a little bit abusive. Um, yeah. so it's like you got to. It's like the same thing with everything. You just got to I mean, like source bl- correctly. It's that, bl- it's that blended honey stuff, like where like they where people that do organic honey often order a ton of honey from the people who mass produce honey in like this awful way and then blend it together because it's the only way to be cost effective. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of, you know, that's the thing is like I'm not on any high horse because um, the way that we're all of our agriculture works is so abusive to the environment and to people and to animals. Like, you know, there's no way there's no other unless you're growing your own food and like everything you're doing from scratch you're not being moral about the way you're consuming so i'm not going to sit here and be like i'm a vegan and i'm better because i'm also eating the lettuce that was picked by an immigrant that isn't getting paid properly you know what i mean like it's just it's yeah. bad no matter what you need but, to use your agricultural engineering degree to help yeah right now i'm working on PhD. eradicating men <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. okay first, i'll get to the leaves later first eradicate men my, they uh, are the problem yeah. my my uncle is <laughs> an agricultural yeah. engineer and he so basically dominos in alabama he's an agricultural engineer he basically um plants and harvests like 15 farms by himself because he's a Without without like migrant workers or anything, because he's an agricultural Whoa. engineer. So Interesting. Like, yeah, Damn. sounds like my son on Farmville. By the way, if I ever go, to, if I ever go to Alabama for uh, Thanksgiving, the food is so good. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. sure. he has a person who studied like engineering of crops and picked it. Yeah, he also yeah, has dude. butter turkeys. There, there Everything are ve- there are vegetables that I used to think I didn't like, like uh, okra. No, I've always liked okra. What but, about Brussels sprouts? I also usually like Brussels Good sprouts. crispy. Hmm. How do you feel about Burnham, junkies who have dogs? But Brussels sprouts are good for Junkies who have dogs. I love putting scr- uh, some blue cheese on top with hot sauce. Mm. Hot sauce on the what? 
Yeah, and then Brussels. like Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, a little hot sauce, and blue cheese crumbles. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. we're just talking about cheese, but... No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not like I don't sympathize with that cheese. It's delicious. Right. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'm so sorry, bees. Bees? <laughs> I don't know. The bees, bees don't make cheese. <laughs> but, but, honey. but, you know... Honey bees, cheese. Cheese bees. Cheese farming cheese. is contributing to the environment sucking, and bees are dying because of the environment. You know, it's full circle. Everything. We gotta bee keep these folks accountable, you know? <laughs> Anyway. Why not? Uh, yeah, yeah, Police yeah, Navi yeah. jokes. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, guys. Catherine, you're so late. No, I'm not. How you're late am I? 33 minutes. Okay, that's better than Welcome last time. Welcome to the show. That is better than last time. Last time you came in the last 10 minutes. Yeah, that's because I thought it was an hour different. Yeah, well. I, I was in NOLA. Yes. Nice. Uh-huh. She, just, uh, she had her Christmas in uh, in Louisiana. I had my Christmas Are in you an from airport. There? In an airport? <laughs> yeah. Ching, ching, I'm not ching. from there. No, my friend took me there. I, oh, fun. I yeah. think that uh, airport Christmas is the most Christmassy thing you could ever do. Like every Christmas movie, there's some time where they're just like, it's stuck in an airport. So that means that to me, that implies that that airports are the most Christmassy place. Mm. I did at one point scream, Kevin! <laughs> just because. Uh, yeah. And in, uh, and in front of me, there was a, a, a man dressed like Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus and a, a lady dressed like Santa. And she did take her pillow out for the x-ray machine. Which I enjoyed. Uh, there's, belly. Some, there's something Pillow about belly. that that makes me want to cry, but I'm incapable. <laughs> like, <poor man. laughs> like cry. No, for just sadness. in general. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why. So is nobody going to explain who this bitch is? Uh, this is the actual host of the show, and uh, uh, Catherine, this is the person I found to replace you today. To replace me? I mean, fill in. Fill in, yeah. Yeah, watch your words. Sorry. <laughs> Don't mean to offend. I do plan on taking over, though. So the plans are out. You're a terrible spy. Wait, what? I said you're a terrible spy. You get our secrets out with Freudian slips. Sure. <laughs> I never claimed to be a spy. Um, Clearly not. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. You're welcome. For finding this lady who just graduated. Uh, yeah. No, no. No, it's, it's a fashion an choice. It's a fashion choice. <laughs> it's a choice at this point. This she Jilla she well stay played. graduating yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have we, have we even gotten to stories I feel like when I get here we, we got, haven't even uh, gotten we've done, to stories we actually did one this it was time. that's amazing we missed a beautiful story yeah wow yeah. so uh, I would love to hear another story uh, or, or the first story it was uh, about I think I've got a list here it says lust and loss mm. a story of lust and loss that's this story my story yeah yeah that's that's just true I thought you were talking about the other story and i was like which other in a way hmm. i mean it's all about yeah because you don't in a way there was lust and there was loss hmm. anyway sorry there was a I'm, little trying to, I'm trying to find thematic to, 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 connection. but are you still friends right oh we're still and then friends. you lost the assholes so i guess that's the loss yeah. <laughs> you lost uh, the asshole problem to, yeah to keep with awkward consistency uh <laughs> yeah. what are you doing for new year's what am i doing for new year's yeah. um uh, which is t- that's tomorrow, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are you uh, doing tomorrow? Yeah. What am I doing tomorrow? Um. Well, I have um. I have a weekly show on KPIS FM, and it's every Sunday. And so, since it just happens to be on a Sunday, I'm doing a special uh, New Year's episode cool. with my boyfriend. Nice. Because my two co-hosts are uh, going to be working, so it's just me. So I was like, well, what kind of guest 
do we have do i definitely have chemistry with and i was like hopefully <laughs> hopefully this dude um uh, yeah it, red flags if not yeah uh, <laughs> yeah so i'm doing that and then so in the schwick of, of it yeah okay. on kpis fm sundays at 6 p.m um and then i don't know going to a party or something cool i don't know that's what i'm doing very cool right. what time did you say you said six, six six p.m um yeah it'll be fun it'll be a time and do you archive our archives available? Yeah. Um, if you go to kpiss.fm slash schwick, and schwick is spelled like Bushwick, so it's S H W I C K. There's no sneaky C at the beginning. Um, everyone sneaky always mis- <laughs> misspells it, but it's about living in Bushwick, so that's why it's spelled cool. that way. Anyway, so that's where all the archived episodes are if you want to catch up. Nice. Also, also on iTunes. Sorry. Oh, cool. Yeah. Also, if you like what you're hearing and you'd like to donate to the show, please visit our Radio Free Brooklyn and hit pledge and you can donate to the show individually or to all shows on Radio Free Brooklyn. All right, guys, back to the show. <laughs> I, 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 I love that every Commercial time you break. do you do that, you, your voice switches to like college. An announcer. Hi. Coming very much live direct from a science studio <laughs> at our college. Well, welcome to College Radio. I'm Susan. Um, uh, this is my 15th week on the radio, so I brought myself a cake. Uh, <laughs> which i will eat as soon as i leave because we were not allowed to eat yeah, in the studio it's, a- it's actually just in the waiting area please don't take it from me. <laughs> i cannot wait to eat it oh uh, man speaking of, i can't wait what I can't you too. wait to lose <laughs> okay. awkward segues yay right. um so this is my story it's your story can i just say was so beautifully told and written that i'm like self-conscious now because mine oh, is like no. oh don't i think be. i'm like an okay writer but you're like you have a gift <laughs> you, oh. must, you must share it <laughs> with the world okay stupid <laughs> Maybe yeah. you guys can do opiates together. Oh my god! Hell yeah! <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you go, to, go to Vermont or yeah, Vermont. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to one of those shitty, shitty towns um, and partake in the local culture. Okay, great. Um, okay, here we go. This is my story. Uh, so I have had sex with three guys named Jake in my life. Uh, I don't recommend this. <laughs> One of them is now dead. Um, no correlation. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, on August 22nd, 2010, I had sex for the first time with a boy named Jake Gregg. I say August 22nd because it sounds right, but I don't know for sure. On April 12th, 2015, Jake Gregg passed away from leukemia. I say April 12th, not because it sounds right, because it'll never sound right, but because that is definitely the day that he died. Uh, I was 14 the summer of 2010 when we had sex uh we weren't dating we were hardly friends uh he was in the summer between his senior year and his uh, of high school and his first year of college and i was in the summer between my freshman year of high school and my sophomore year of high school uh he was popular in our high school but not in the traditional sense he was a jo- he wasn't a jock uh he was a sensitive and artistic type he was a musician and he was funny and he was kind everyone mm. everyone loved him and he loved everyone uh so when I found myself bantering with him in the comments section of a mutual friend's post on <laughs> Facebook that August, I was elated. Uh, just a few comments later, we were DMing a few DMs and we had exchanged phone numbers. I had a boyfriend at the time who I liked very much, but in the way that you like a best friend. He was one of my closest friends that I had made in freshman year. And when and we were dating because that's what boys and girls did when they liked each other very much. Uh, <laughs> but he didn't light my stomach on fire the way Jake did. 
I was on the way to Michigan on a family trip when Jake and I started talking. I was in the car for 14 hours and the whole time he and I were texting and telling each other our life stories. I fell quickly and I fell hard for him. The very hour we arrived in Michigan, my mom received a phone call that my opa, her father, had passed away. It was my first grandparent to die and I was devastated and numb. I buried myself into my infatuation with Jake. I talked to him and he talked me through all of it. He was there for me. He sent me funny videos and he sent me sad songs. Mm -hmm. We discovered how similar we, we, we were to each other and we started calling each other soulmates, but we spelled it backwards. Uh, etim luos. Mm. Um, I told him that when I got back to Vermont, I wanted to lose my virginity to him and he obliged. This was the era that Trojan condoms was trying to launch the fire and ice condoms. <laughs> And we developed an inside joke that we would use one. I was totally enamored with him and so sure that he was the boy I wanted to take this step with. I still had a boyfriend and I can't even remember if we talked at all while I was in Michigan. <laughs> when I got back to Vermont, I broke up with that boyfriend via text message and I got into Jake's pickup truck. We went to Walgreens and we bought fire and ice condoms. <laughs> in 2015, when Jake died, it was expected but still devastating. He and I mostly lost touch by then but i had heard about his diagnosis and i sent him well wishes about a year prior but he hadn't i hadn't come to terms with the fact that he was really dying or that it was even a possibility until it happened his band had just started taking off uh he was so full of life and potential and all of a sudden he was really gone grieving in private is weird nobody really knew that i knew him at all we were incredibly close for a week one summer five years ago and he was the person I the first person I'd ever had sex with uh, but he was also a stranger I I didn't feel like I had the right to miss him or grieve him uh, the way his close families and friends did so I didn't go to his funeral because I figured that if he had been alive to make the guest list I wouldn't have been on it as artists we process things through our art he was a musician so had the roles been reversed maybe he would have written a beautiful song about me and everyone would have been really moved but I'm a comedian and the way I process this, things is through jokes, which in this context is inappropriate. Mm. Uh, but I wouldn't be a comedian if I didn't insist on making this tragedy about me. <laughs> 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 when someone important to you dies, you are flooded with memories of them. But when your only memories of them are when they deflowered you at 14, those memories are a little less sentimental. Uh, the first memory that hits me when I find out he died is being on top when we fucked on his twin size mattress with ska posters all around us in his bedroom. <laughs> Say that at the eulogy. <laughs> the second memory that hits is him making Annie's mac and cheese right after and not offering me any. Oh, oh come on, man. <laughs> Assholes. All of them. I think about how he looked like Ryan Gosling and he told me he'd be my Noah from the notebook, but <sighs> he stopped talking to me the week he left for college. How do you honor someone's death and life when also reconciling that you still have their nudes on your phone? <laughs> and in retrospect, they were kind of a fuckboy. <laughs> the main thing that kept nagging in the back of my mind was the guy who took my virginity is dead. Does that mean I have it back? Yes. That's it. I think you get it back. As a woman, yeah. I don't Okay. No? <laughs> I don't really think virginity is a thing. I think it's kind of like... Well, a, you have it. And then you no, don't. And no, you can get it back. You either had sex or you haven't. Who cares? It's all bullshit. It's all guys, bullshit uh, in order used to, to the mighty, us. mighty boss bones? <laughs> oh, sell, sell out. out. With me, all right. Sell <laughs> out. So how long after? 
How long after did you find out? And he was sick, you said? Yeah, so he had leukemia. Um, I think it was like his sophomore year of college. Damn. He uh, got diagnosed and he deteriorated pretty quickly. Like the pictures of him that I saw on Facebook and stuff were just like very much a person who was dying, you know? Um, and there was like a little bit of false hope that he was in remission for a couple months and everyone in our hometown was really excited. But um, then he fell into a coma and uh, I I messaged him on Facebook this really long thing being like, I really hope you wake up so that you can read this. Like you meant so much to me that summer and like mm. you'll always be with me. And he did wake up and he messaged me back and he said that like uh, that he misses me and that uh, we'll always be Etim Luosis. <laughs> um, and then he died a couple months later. You should start a ska band called Etim <laughs> I will not do that. I will. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he would have invited you. I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I think I think he meant a little bit more to me than I meant to him, which is okay. I think that's, that's okay. true of a lot of like men, like sentimental, men. sentimental memories, <laughs> and men. Yeah, but all right. Also, like I was really young and infatuated with him, and like, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, and he, I was just kind of like a girl that he was like, yeah, I get to fuck this girl and then go to college, you know. Mm. <laughs> but there's there's always that sentiment, you know. My a friend of mine would always say, "Oh, you'll always be in love with the first boy." You I don't hear that. I heard you'll always remember. Yeah, well, no, I've, I've heard people heard say you're always in love, love thing, but I think that I was in love with him before that regardless um sure but i i don't think the fact that i lost my virginity to him really changed my feelings about the situation i was pretty like with it as even though i was 14 i was like this doesn't mean that he's my like actual soulmate like mm. yeah just a, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. moment we're sharing i like him a lot but he's going to college it was very heartbreak like i i was like heartbroken over him for many months but i was also what song did you listen to to do he um wrote me a song oh my god so i listened to that song a lot yeah because he sent it to me and i had it on my itunes but yeah you would have been invited <laughs> I, I don't know i think he's one of those people that like wrote bitches songs you know Shit, dude. Was your like that's a move what? Yeah. Was it your was your name in it or could it have been a recycled song? Um, it could have been a recycled song. Okay. The, the one that I listened to, there was one song that was more of like a joke, like like it had all of our inside jokes in it. It was like kind of like a like fake rap song that had my name in it that he left me on my voicemail. And so when I lost that phone, I didn't have it anymore. Aww. But that that song, I it was like funny. So it was hard to listen to when I was heartbroken over him, but I did love it. Like in general, it was mm. very yeah. it's a good song. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, some guys do, they do have their moves. Like, yeah. I have one that would, like, oh, God, make so a mix, not a mixtape, but, like, a list of, of songs and maybe put it on a disc or maybe just give you the, the thing. And he did that with everybody. And he also oh, would God. draw the first kiss and use that as wrapping paper for, like, gifts. Yeah, that sounds like a crappy, it was crappy a move. move. It yeah. was a move. Uh, mm, yeah. Some people are shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was... Like there was also this, uh, we we like bonded over our obsession with the band Cake at the time. Oh yeah, and Ooh. yeah, and um, so we got tickets to it because he went to school like only like an hour away, and so we got tickets to it at this um, venue that was like kind of halfway between us. And the the day before the show, he bailed. <laughs> like oh, no. that, and that was like a month later. You know, like while he was in college, and that was like my last like hope to like kind of see him 
let's mm. like keep in touch in a way that wasn't like you know in passing like to like actually be in each other's lives still and so that was like when I was like okay bye <laughs> and so we would just kind of talk every couple of months on like Facebook you know that was basically the rest of our friendship until he died That's sad. Mm. but at least you got to talk to him up until yeah kind of I mean I went I was trying to go through like he used to give me really good advice I, I had like a lot of like bad uh, depression episodes and stuff and he was like just enough older than me that he had like gone through certain milestones sure. like mm. a little bit before I had so Sometimes I would like text him to be like, ah, oh, I'm like really bummed. And he would like talk me through it. And I was trying to remember if it was on Facebook Messenger or, or on text. Because if it was on text, those are gone, gone forever. But I was like, ooh, like I'll go through our Facebook messages. Because I was just like thinking about him <laughs> recently. And mm. all of our Facebook messages were not those conversations. They were like him hitting me up every time he was like home for the holidays to like fuck. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, God damn it. Like, why are, not, why are none of these sweet? They're just like him trying to elicit the- nudes from me and stuff. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I- when you started that part of the story, I was like, oh, at least he's a nice fuck boy. But no, no. no. I, I mean, he was he was a nice fuck boy, but he was also a fuck boy. You oh, know? he was such a nice multiple fuck boy. dimensions. And he was like, 18, whatever happened to that nice know? fuck boy? Are you yeah. yeah. What oh, happened yeah. to you? Nice fuck boy. <laughs> All right. Where can we find you guys? If we wanted to find you online or do you have any plugs that you'd like to plug? Because I, I may I'm going to potentially get into a story. But before I do that, I want to yeah, know where we're going to find you. Time, so Word. yeah, um, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club uh, this coming Wednesday, one three eighteen at 7 p.m. I'm also I run a monthly show at the Footlight called Laugh Tracks. So that's going to be February 12th. And I'm at Broadway Comedy Club, one nineteen eighteen. Uh Check me out, 10 p.m. Also, Twitter, at Dylan's are My Facebook is Sarah Jane Dylan. Ayo, hit me up. Come around. Come through. Do some opiate. We're having a good time. Make some mushroom tea. <laughs> um, I have uh, my show on KPIS every Sunday in the Schwick of it. Um, I have a, a stand-up show every Tuesday at 7 p.m. at Rebecca's in Bushwick um, yes. called As If. It's mm-hmm. free and it's uh, 90s themed. Yeah, that doesn't really chokers. mean anything. Yeah, we just give you like free candy that we all ate in the nineties. We we can't decide <laughs> if it's like these are nineties candies or if we were all just children in the nineties. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the edible it's necklaces. Just, it's just all or... laffy taffy is all. You... We we did fruit, fruit roll ups like uh-huh. ring pops. Gushers. Oh, those yeah. are gushers. Those are all nineties. Scooby snacks. Um, Fuck yeah, yeah. Foot. I'm there. So so yeah, I I'm I'm of the thought that they are 90s candies but one of my uh, co-hosts uh claire parker she's like i think we were just kids in the 90s and these are just candy <laughs> no well, the ones you've listed oh, yeah. are 90s candies, I, right that's, but what, I, that's the, what i'm thinking but not every, you probably give out candies that you think are 90s candies that aren't but that's mm. you know it's hard to say sometimes well but. we give out like pixie sticks and like that. yeah that's that's oh, existed yeah, longer forever. although in the in the 90s uh that they were really popular but yeah that's been existed for like, like warheads would be an sure. example of a 90s oh, yeah and we give out warheads yeah i think i think we're pretty consistent with like 90s yeah yeah i think we are but who knows anyway um i have a monthly show called comedy by proxy um if you find us on facebook yeah that is me um (laughs) if you find us on facebook or instagram um or uh eventbrite um and rsvp and join our mailing list that's how you find out the like address and date and stuff Mm. um it's very it's an in the know secret show um and it's totally free it's super fun 
Um, and then I just started another monthly called Living For It at the Living Gallery. Um, it's at the Living Gallery. Uh, the first one is January 15th. And um, it's a monthly benefit show. Our first uh, our first beneficiary is uh, GEMS, um, which is Girls Education and Mentoring Services. And it's oh. for women who have uh, survived sex trafficking and exploitation. Mm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then I'm at Anya Volts on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Find me. Uh, where can we find you this week, Catherine? Uh, actually, on New Year's Eve, I will be hosting with the Kings of Karaoke at Pine Box Rock Shop. So if you're into some karaoke, after the balls have dropped, come check us out starting at 1 a.m. Nice. All the balls. All the balls. Uh, I might show up pretty late to that. Please do. Uh, and we'll be going to like 4 or 5 a.m., whatever's legal. And, Four. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, and also uh, on the 7th, Saturday, uh, Sunday, the 7th of January, satanic bingo will be starting every other week so please come check that out i'm very excited that femme appeal will be performing i love her she's amazing um and again satanic bingo is bingo and burlesque yes it's bingo it's burlesque at bazaar uh which is 12 jefferson and tarot and sideshow tarot and sideshow yeah so it's a show and a game so you can win prizes you can win drinks you can see some beautiful girls or some crazy guys doing some crazy things or you yep. can have your fortune told mm. um also starting on the 21st the nyc talent show will be starting at the creek in the cave which is a great place to come and do whatever the weirder the better stand up storytelling whatever uh crazy things preferred and every single saturday you can catch me here also at 7 p.m on art star scene radio where can we find you greg this week, you can find me thinking of ways to vindictively pack, but then not going through with any of them. Um, uh, as I, uh, my roommates are kicking me out. Oh, Man. hooray! That's my plans for this week. That sounds you know, so that's, fun. That's, that's the performance part of my life this week. It's a lot that's to unpack. <laughs> that's a lot than more than your usual work. You usually, yeah, uh, usually, a little bit usually, more low key. Yeah, you, usually, usually, I'm I'm eating cranberry sauce out of the can. This okay. is my usual. You uh, should hang out. <laughs> so you guys both told first stories. I'm gonna squeeze in potentially we got, we got six a minutes. sliver of a story as we I'll do it over our beautiful music. Speak mm-hmm. from okay. Gary and rapper. Um, but yeah, it's the first time. All right, so I've heard that scissoring is not real uh-huh. but i've also done it and the very first time i did it i swear magic happened and like weird magical things sometimes happen around like sexual things like for example um i was obsessed with this woman named nana she visited my home and then i was like really thinking gross thoughts about how like nana sat in that chair and i'm like really getting gross about how like nana's vagina made contact with that chair and as i'm thinking these like really gross like 13 year old thoughts about nana my mom's like did you just say something about nana and i'm like what the fuck so that was like the first time i saw this weird magical thing happen around my sex and sexuality um another time like you know something happened with somebody fireworks went off and then like all the mice in the neighborhood were like dazed so i felt like hipster cinderella like a hipsterella (laughs) yeah and then this time uh afterwards i was like oh my god this scissoring thing is so good even though stormy leather claims it doesn't exist and lesbians around the world claim that it doesn't exist. You're like half giggling because <laughs> you said stormy. Continue. I know. I'm also really blushing. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so we did this. And afterwards, I'm like, no, I don't want to go to the beach with my friend, uh, all three of us. I just want to do this for like the rest of my life and nothing else. And I was like, can we have sex on the beach? Like, do we really have to go to Coney Island right now? 
Um, <laughs> That's a euphemism. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so we did anyway, and then we're sitting there, and I'm like, all right, what's an appropriate amount of joints to bring to the beach? Three. So I roll three mm. joints. We go to the. It's, it's a good number. So I roll three. We go to the the beach, and we're smoking the first one. And one of my friends is like, "There's fornicating happening right now," and we're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, there are people having sex on the beach right now. I swear to God. And I'm like, bullshit. He then admits that they were very like rowdy on the tra- on the train. So I'm like, okay, so basically you sought them out when you sat here. You were like, I'm going to sit with the people who are fucking on the beach, which is fine. So now we're all watching them fuck. And we're like, yeah, there's penetration happening. They're not even trying to mask it. They haven't brought towels. They're actually using a sheet. So like, there's no effort whatsoever to even mask the fact that there's fucking happening on this beach. So I forget about it because it's time for joint two, right? And we're smoking. And then we see like all of the people on the beach, the boardwalk are now staring at us. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're watching us smoke. And then like security starts walking towards us. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're in trouble. So in slow motion, I'm like, puff, 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 hide it in the sand cover and as i'm doing this and freaking out they banana around us because they're not interested in the potheads on the beach they're interested in the people who are fucking of course on the beach (laughs) but i'm so high i forgot that they were fucking (laughs) so now we're like um they're telling them like you have to stop and they're like i don't know what you're talking about and it's like no really you are fucking right now like you have to stop fucking like we can see you penetrating and and punch like he actually had gotten thrusts in like they made no attempt to even stop fucking, um, and then the next thing you know, <laughs> they're being talked to by the security guard, and they're just letting the fucks happen still. Yeah, they're still like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, uh. still getting pumps in, and wow. uh, yeah, and then the one friend whose butt was facing us, her naked ass was facing us, gets up. She's like, I don't know what's going on, and she goes to the bathroom, and then like comes back out after the security guys have left. The woman put on her boxer shorts, and I could see her like testic labia, testic labia, like just like falling into her boxers. And then the next thing I know, when the girl comes back, he's now fucking her on the sheet. And then this guy with like neon green t-shirt and a big straw hat on a bike and big smiles is like, hey guys. And he's like coming over to them. He's like, I took pictures of you. And they're like, oh, really? Could you send us that on Instagram? <laughs> only you. This is yeah. only you. This only happens to you. No, that is that is the powerful, that is the power of my sex. That's what happened. Uh-huh. It's because of the scissoring that this happened on Coney Island. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they okay. ins- he, he hit us up on Instagram. He had video of them fucking and everything. All right. It was magical. When, did yeah. you, when do you scissor in this story? Oh, it was before all this. Yeah, the, oh. this. The yeah, scissoring I, I, causes this. I didn't have time for the sex her. part of the story. I just had time for the after, the magical yeah, yeah, aftermath. Yeah. She has the scissoring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I understand now. Yeah. yeah. There was a. Um, of the, that was the first time I scissored, but of the three times I've attempted it. We're out of time. <laughs> we are, are we? So, <laughs> next time on Gunson, we'll talk about the sex scissoring. part. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Anya. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank I really appreciate so it. Thank you, Sarah Jean Dillon. It was my pleasure. Such a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Svetlana Borst. You're welcome. (laughs) Thanks, Greg. Whatever. Really? (laughs) That's all. That's all we can say. It's all just whatever. We've got eight. We got eighteen seconds. Yeah, I'm glad you like rushed us to this last eighteen. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Catherine. (laughs) There. This is so hard to say. 
No. Um, it's not hard to say. But again, all guys are douchebags. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.